I'm Susan Caruso, the founding director of Sunflower Creative Arts in Delray Beach, Florida, and you are listening to the Sunflower Bridge podcast, where we talk about being with children. And my name is Lindsay Mills. I'm the co-creator of Sunflower Bridge. Take a big, deep breath and smile with us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here in my cozy flannel shirt. I just love this shirt so much. It's a great shirt, Susan. I Thanks. love that shirt. Yeah. yeah Can I, I like have it, it? What? Can I have that shirt? I just, I mean, I love it. I would really like it. Mmm. To share or not to share? That is the question. That is quite <laughs> a question. That's what we're going to talk about. For I don't think that I would like you to have this shirt. I don't think I, you know. But I want it. Yeah. So, But maybe I should share it. Or, you know, maybe I could ask you for something. You know, can I, can I borrow you? Can I, can I have your van? Can I borrow your van? Will you share it with me? Hmm. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, uh, that that's something that I would... I would have to think about. Yeah. So, I mean, adults have to think about if they're going to share something or not. Um, it doesn't, it's not a, a totally natural thing at all. There are very young children, you know, before two, that will, you know, give you a piece of their cookie, you know, will give you their whole cookie, back and forth and back and yes. forth and all that. And we kind of mistakenly think, oh, look. My child is so, oh, she's sharing everything with, mm-hmm. with everybody. And that's not really what that is at that developmental stage. That is cause and effect. And they're getting a great reaction, you know. They're not really thinking they lost the cookie, and they have a pile of cookies anyway. Totally. <laughs> so, but the idea of sharing is a very contentious thing. Um Sunflower, we've been noted as as the school that doesn't believe in sharing because we don't force kids to share. We don't make them share because we understand who they are developmentally and we understand that it's they have to have before they can share. We wanted to come from within them. We don't want we don't want it, them to be sharing something begrudgingly. Like if somebody came over and said, "Susan, come on, Lindsay really wants that I shirt," asked you know, and, and I'm like, and I would, you know, if I had to and gave it to you, I would be really resentful, mm-hmm. and I would be afraid that you would hurt my shirt, and I would never get it back again, and so. That's what's going on. That's mm-hmm. what's going on. So what do we want? We are always looking for the intrinsic motivation rather than the extrinsic motivation, doing something because it's the right thing to do. And developmentally, young children don't get sharing. You know, it doesn't seem like sharing. It seems like giving, that I'm going to lose that forever. How do I know that I'm ever going to get it back? And the adults that are looking on only see this kind of moral dilemma. Right. We moralize it. Mm-hmm. We put our own experiences onto that situation. I love that what came to mind just now when you said that they really don't understand it. it it's object permanence. It's that at a, at a really young age that I've seen a two-year-old watching a movie and every time the character leaves the screen, she would say, where'd he go? Where'd he go? And that it, it takes time and experience to begin to put those things together, those abstract concepts of even if I can't see something Mm -hmm. or even if someone else is holding something, that doesn't mean that 
I will never hold it again. That doesn't mean that it disappeared. But they genuinely are still figuring that out. Yeah, so that's a piece of it. The other thing is that they have to own something. And and two-year-olds, they want lots. They want all of the buttons, they want all of the shoes, they want all of the teddy bears, all of the dolls, all the, they, want, they want all of the trikes, they want all of everything. Yeah. And they need to have all because they, you know, they need to have that sense of ownership. Mm. And, and what we've seen is that children need to own before they can be generous and share. So if you want, and, and what all parents want is they want a compassionate, empathetic, generous child sure um but you have to have ownership first to understand that to have it and to really be able to put yourself into that other person's shoes Mm -hmm. you know to see yeah she wants it as much as i do i can i can give a little bit here so it's a different concept because in a lot of schools it is Share, 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 and we hear it outside of outside of our program, on the play on the playgrounds mm-hmm. and all kinds of things. You know, be good, be nice, share, mm-hmm. and it's it's just such a foreign concept for to young children. Yeah, so it's it's a lot. There's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. So the developmental stage, the ownership, the the desire for for intrinsic motivation rather than making somebody share or or the worst thing you could do is grab something out of a kid's hands and give it to somebody else it's just that's really uh, not the good way to, of course, to model. That is one of the first examples I think that really clicked for me about why you don't always need to enforce sharing is as adults, let's say, you know, I'm writing on my paper and I'm in the middle of my work and my coworker comes over and snatches my pen out of my hand. Is it fair to say, well, I needed the pen, so you had to share. You have to share. It makes no sense when we when we put it in that context. You can really see why a child might be pretty mad uh, if if that is what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or disoriented by that, where it, it feels like... Uh, a violation somehow because we were not prepared. We weren't included in in that moment. Yeah. So, what do you want to do? You know, there are two children that want. You know, the the one child wants all the teddy bears, and you come along and you want you want one of the teddy bears, and you're trying to grab them and this and that, and then we end up in, in problem solving, conflict resolution. But the the idea that we want to get is we do want that generosity of heart. We want them to be able to empathize with the other person. And um, so how do you get there? You get there by not saying share, share, share without kids knowing what that means, or you have to, but you say, we, you know, you've got it now. You've got it. You've got the ownership. Can you let, can you let Lindsay know when she can have one of those bears? And when you put it in that way, there's, there can be, you're making space for that generosity. You're making space for them to, you know, okay, I have it. I can, I can give it to, to you, you know? And so maybe it'll take a long while. Maybe it just takes an adult saying that. Will you let, and I'm not saying give Lindsay one of your bears. Right. I'm saying you've got them. You know, 
let Lindsay know when she can have one of those beers, or let Lindsay know when she can have a turn. This shows up lots of times in play in playgrounds all over the world. <laughs> yes. When there are, you know, three or four bucket swings, which we don't have any bucket swings on sun, at Sunflower, mm-hmm. but um, or any kind of swing. I guess it could be any kind of a swing. Yes. And there is just one swing, and there are a lot of children that want to use that swing. So that's a problem. At Sunflower, we, you know, the kids have gone through that, that problem solving over and over and over again. So they figure it out themselves. And it really is a matter of, of turn taking. Mm-hmm. And then and then but they have to understand that a turn is is then then you get it back. Or you, you know, you're taking turns, you're passing it back and forth. I'm taking a turn on the swing and then you'll have a turn and then I'll probably get another turn. And that's an older, you know, an older child, a four or five year old will really get that more than a two year old will. Mm-hmm. And that is a kind of another facet of the conversation is that uh, when you're the adult in that situation um, at Sunflower, our number one role as teachers is to make sure that everyone's safe and that no hurting is happening. So if the swing is being turned into a a bludgeon, um, then the teacher's first role is to step in and and say, oh, I see we have a problem. This is a problem. What's going on? And to talk through the feelings of the person who is taking a long turn and the person who is waiting a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think that took a while um, for me to see it in action, to understand there is a real need at times for long turns. Right. And so you've got two people there. You've got somebody that has it that's taking a long turn. You have another child who is waiting, who Mm -hmm. doesn't want to wait, isn't happy about waiting, Mm -hmm. might want to just yank that person off of the swing or cry or just be really sad. Mm -hmm. So you've got two people. And so you say to, you know, you go to the one who's who's not swinging, say, it looks like you really want to swing. Did you let Susan know that you want to swing? Did you tell her? And so that's one thing, because sometimes they might not even know. They're having a great time swinging, and they don't even realize that anybody is there sure. that might want to turn. Um, that doesn't happen too terribly often, yeah. but so so we just take them through the steps. Mm-hmm. Did you tell her no? I did. Susan, I want to turn, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, so then you let her know. Yeah, and as the adult, you can say, Susan, will you let will you let Lindsay know when you're done, when you're all done? Mm-hmm. And then you say that, those kinds of words, and it, it makes an opportunity for them to have that empathy, for them to genuinely share, for mm-hmm. them to genuinely have, you know, end their turn and give it to somebody else. Right. Yes. And many times it, it, it isn't that the child is going to be on the swing until the end of the day. It's just that right now they're on the swing. And so we're modeling patience. We're modeling, you know, that, that there are going to be moments when you have to just 
find a way to cope with not getting what you want. Yeah, so you address <laughs> that, you know, so say, Lindsay, mm-hmm. you know, Susan's going to let you know. Yeah. What are you going to do while you're what waiting? What are you going to do What are you going to do you're while waiting? you're waiting? And, and usually what happens, you know, even if, you know, Susan's on the swing and Susan says, I'm not getting on the swing ever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to swing until I die. Yes. You know? I'm, I'm going to swing and swing and swing. Nope. You know, it's going to be dark. You're never going to get a swing. Yeah. And then and then the adult will say, so Lindsay, what are you going to do while you're waiting? And then Susan says, your turn. Here, I'm done. Yeah. You know, that's what we're looking for. Right. It happens. And, and our adult judgments and our adult experiences, when there wasn't somebody that let us have the swing for mm-hmm. as long as we wanted jumps in there and yes. makes it messy for yeah. the kids, you know? Because we have genuine fears of the things that we love and desire being taken from us. And that's valid. It's it's not that, that uh, as you said, we're against sharing. It's much more complex than that. <laughs> no, we, we want true. We want real, authentic sharing rather than because somebody told them that they had to or somebody's, you know, up there policing the swing. Okay, you had three minutes. And there's no learning that happens then. So we're looking at everything as an opportunity for learning. Um, And it's hard when you remember, when it triggers you as an adult, Mm -hmm. when you really, really wanted the swing and this kid is on for, you know, a really long time and you never got a swing. And maybe you didn't even have anybody to support you. You didn't didn't feel, I certainly would never, ever in a million years have said to somebody, can I have a turn on the swing? I would have just waited there and not said anything. Right. Um, hmm. And so it, it gives, it, it plays into that being uh, an empathetic person, being able to, to see to see how somebody else feels. And you can't do that unless you, you've had it yourself. And, um, and for, us as, for us as adults to make that space for that, that true empathy, that mm-hmm. true sharing to happen. Um, and it's not going to happen Happen at two, generally not. Yeah. Uh, it really is developmental. And it's experiential, too, because if you, if you have adults in your life that let you have what you, what you need to have, mm-hmm. then, um, then you know that you, you've had it, you've felt You're satisfied, mm-hmm. yep. and nobody's taking it away or forcing you to share, um, then you can be much more generous. Um, we see incredible compassion in our in our Seedlings preschool children yeah. because they have all that experience. It's messy. It's really messy. And anybody that's been heart's been broken because their child is there waiting for the swing and somebody else is on it. If you use these tools, you're going to move farther, farther along in this the the whole idea of that. And then your child is going to see some modeling of true sharing. And they'll have that experience, so they're going to be they'll they'll also be generous, and not because you made them or somebody else did, but because they really feel it. That's what we want. Yeah, I also want to validate the experience of the child um, on the other side. That if if your child is the one who is taking a long turn, that I've seen that inspire some guilt. Or embarrassment oh, yeah. in the the adult in the situation. I myself as a nanny have experienced it, where you're on the playground and the child in your care is the antagonist in the situation, and and we can be really quick to make judgments about 
how that's mean or that's naughty or whatever. It's not nice. Are, right, not nice. Then You should share. Yes. But in fact, that child really doesn't have this whole agenda to make somebody miserable. It's it's They just want to swing. Just that they want to <laughs> swing. <laughs> just like your just like the other child does. And so then we are the ones that that you know bridge bridge that and and try to satisfy both of those needs. And it it always works. It really it really does. Takes some practice mm-hmm. and some mm-hmm. experience, but yes, children will amaze you. When you when you show them the possibilities, when you show them, oh, you get to decide what you do right now about mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And um, without without shaming and blaming and, and putting all of that you know, that that so many of us had as as children. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can do a, a, a new we can do something different and have and. What we want is empathy. What we want is the them to be generous. And each time they do that in an authentic way, really intrinsically from themselves, that is building that. So that's the way you build it, not by forcing people to share. Um, yeah. So, I don't know, you could borrow my shirt. It's going to be a little big on you, Lindsay, but <laughs> it's going to look cool. As long as you give it back, you know. That sounds great. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> you can wear my shirt. <laughs> no, I can't. I could wear it on just one part of my body. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We are always giving lots of great insights uh, into our methods that we use in Sunflower on our Instagram. So check us out on Instagram at Sunflower Creative Arts. Or if you have something you want to share with us, then we'd love to hear what you do in these situations or what has worked for you. You can send us an email at lindsay at sunflowercreativearts.org.